Hi there, I'm Andrew Batiste and I'm a teacher and e-learning coordinator. And I'm Nathan Richards, also a teacher and school digital support officer. Everything Microsoft Education is a free podcast. We cover what's new and changing with educational technology within Office 365 for schools. In today's episode, we're taking a look at the presenter view in Teams meetings, action pen in Word, and some of the new reactions that have popped up in Teams meetings. All right, cool. First one, let's have a look at it is this presenter view option, which comes up when we start up a Teams meeting now. And this is going to be primarily based around presenting a PowerPoint and then what happens inside that space for the presenter. Um, what have we What have we got here, Andrew? Yeah, so I guess you're going to see some some of the similarities that you are used to when presenting a PowerPoint. You know, in in the the desktop or the online version of PowerPoint. So generally when we're doing a Teams meeting, I think, I guess 90% of the time, whoever's presenting is using a PowerPoint. Um, so when you do share your screen, you just obviously choose the PowerPoint that you're gonna present with. And we've just got a few more um, features in and around presenting that PowerPoint. So I guess one of the big ones and the most convenient ones is like that presenter view we have in PowerPoint is that you can see the whole deck of your slides um, at all times and also see the notes up on the top right hand side so not able to be just see the slide that you're talking about and the content on there but also being able to see all the slides so the slide that's coming up next your previous slides and then being able to jump back and forth between those slides really quick and easy so if you need to jump ahead to slide 10 you can quickly do that and then head back to slide 3 it's really quick and easy to jump and fat jump back and forth between your slides yeah absolutely I know um, when I use PowerPoint I'm always kind of looking ahead to what the next slide is and that wasn't that was really always difficult when you're doing a team's meeting was yeah. that you didn't know and you kind of like had to press next and go oh yeah that's right that's what i'm talking about now but finally we can kind of see and be prepared for what we're about to talk about next which, yeah. is, which is really nice exactly and we can also see um the chat and the participants that are in the meeting so I guess when you're presenting, you also want to be able to see if there's any questions or messages coming in from students or whether it's you're doing a staff PD, things like that, and then being able to sort of react to those messages yourself or answer those questions on the go and not sort of lose lose that sort of traction and engagement from that um, student or staff member. So being able to see the chat going along and also being able to see the participants in that meeting. So yes, you can see the students are sort of opting in or out of that meeting. Um, seeing whether they're muted or unmuted, things like that. That's just going to add, I guess, a bit more control. You can obviously only see the chat or the participants. Um, you can't see them both at the same time. So you're sort of just going to be opting in and out of whether you want to see the chat or the participants at any one time. Yeah, but I like that the video... So if you have... If your participants or your students have their videos on, that you can still keep seeing them. Yeah, so down the bottom, you can still see their... You know, as long... Yeah, like I said, as long as they got their video turned on, you can see their reactions. So one of the things I found a bit awkward, even sort of last year doing some PD through Teams, is once you share your screen and just start talking, and if you can't see the chat and you can't see their faces... Maybe you're not even sure whether you're still live, whether it's still working, can anyone hear me? Um, often people don't talk too much in meetings, so you sort of feel a bit awkward just sort of endlessly talking with no real, I guess, interaction. So 
being able to even see their faces as they show different emotions and things as you're saying things and being able to get that interaction in the chat is going to be a big advantage. Yeah, you can also, I guess, keep people on the slide that you want them to be on, which is nice. Yeah, there's a cool little setting there, and I guess depending on um, your preference, the students do have the ability to, on their end, as from their perspective, to move back and forth on the slide. So if they want to go ahead and see what's on the next slide, they have the ability to do that, or if they want to quickly go back and catch some notes on that last slide, maybe they got distracted or they didn't quite get the notes in, they can't quite keep the pace with you as a teacher they have the option to do that but you can also turn that off as well so there's a little setting where you can lock that and that's just going to mean that whatever slide you're on that's what the students are going to see so i guess depending on your preference whether you want the students to be able to go ahead or back that's going to be a personal choice um, but i guess that gives the students a bit of flexibility and a bit more engagement for them to be able to click through as the powerpoint slide as well and not just sitting there you know listening to what you're saying Cool. And then we just we did just notice there are some PowerPoint features that aren't there just yet. I'm sure they're probably going to come soon. So things like um, using the digital laser and, and inking on the screen. Yeah. So like I said, some of those features that we, we do already see in PowerPoint, um, which make make a big difference when you're presenting, if you're able to use that that inking or the laser to highlight certain words or things or draw over your PowerPoint. So um, definitely look out for those once those come in. I think it's going to take sort of Teams meetings to a whole new level in there. All right, the next one, Action Pen. What's this all about, Richard? I don't know how new this one is, actually, Andrew. Maybe it's just new for me. But if you run the, I mean, first things first, you do. It's a stylus. Um, enabled feature, so you do need to have a stylus enabled it's, device and it's a stylus. No, no good to me. Then. No, you need to um, upgrade from your Mac, Andrew. But the if you open up um, a Word document in the desktop version, mm-hmm. it's this blue pen with some little stars on it, and basically it's like an editing pen, or they're calling it an action pen, and it basically means that you can edit students' work or even your own work with the stylus so I guess you know and you use the same type of gestures that we would typically use in education if I was doing pen and paper so the, you know the typical you know like little arrow pointing up um, to suggest to insert a word in between two words yep now it doesn't stay on the page it works in the same way that um, track changes works so basically if I draw that up arrow and then I write in the word that should go between it, it inserts the word. Yeah. So they're more actions than notations on the page. Yeah. But if you have the track changes turned on, it you know obviously puts that word in red and then the student either accepts or denies the changes that you've drafted. Yeah. Now there is a little there's a little drop down menu next to the action pen, so there is some help there. The gestures that you can do are, you know, deleting words, selecting words, adding new lines, splitting words apart, joining words together and inserting words. Um, So basically, it's just a way of doing track changes with your stylus. So if you're one of those people who are really into using your stylus, I know we know some MIEs in Queensland who really challenge teachers to have a go at using their stylus, like they take their keyboard away from them. Yeah, for sure. Um, have a go at it. It's 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 pretty nice, um, and I've been I've been enjoying using it. Yeah, so I guess um, the first thing I think about is is feedback related when we're looking at drafts and things like that. 
Um, the track changes obviously is a good feature and that enables us to give the students some feedback without you know doing too much um, to change their work but I guess this sort of gives you a bit of best of both worlds you can go in and do mm. a little bit of editing on their work without you know changing things altogether, and then the students still have the option on their end to be able to you know accept or reject um, those changes that you've suggested yeah and I think like it is it is relatively substitutional as in that it's just the same way of doing what you would have done on pen and paper. Yep. But the benefit is is that it's in a timely manner. Yep. So you can do this quickly, and especially if you're working, if the document's live, so if you're storing it in your OneDrive or you push it out through Teams assignments or something, that student can get that feedback back really quickly. Yeah. Where traditionally on pen and paper, you know, they've got to wait until they probably see you next. And, yeah. you know, in a secondary space, that could be a couple of days sometimes. So yeah, that's definitely a big advantage of, of using those Teams assignments. So I guess just getting used to those specific actions you have to do with your stylus is just going to be the biggest the biggest thing in, in um, integrating that to your feedback. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go back to Teams meetings because there's been another update in it, which is kind of, let's be honest, it's cool for kids. They, they, it works well inside of this space for them. Um, it's it's a definitely a way of, that they like to communicate. I definitely know you like to use these to communicate in, in OneNote, but there's been some changes to how you can react in a Teams meeting now. Yeah, so... We talk with the kids are also going to love it, but I think the um, the teachers are probably going to get just as much enjoyment out of it. So we talked previously about um, some of that stuff in PowerPoint being able to, I guess, enhance that level of engagement within a lesson and sort of get a bit of feedback from the students by being able to see the chat and see their faces and things like that. So we've also got another one called Reactions. So inside a live Teams meeting up the top, um, very similar to the reactions you get, you know, when you do a post on Microsoft Teams, um, you can give it a thumbs up, a love heart. You can be angry, you can be sad, surprised, that sort of stuff. The surprise one's always my go-to. Um, but being able to then, as someone's speaking or if they say something you like or enjoy, be even able to choose one of those reactions and that will then pop up both sort of on your little screen as well so you can the presenter can see specifically who is actually doing that reaction as long as you're one of the little squares that they can see. But it will also pop up sort of everywhere all over the screen. So if everyone starts clicking the thumbs up, you can get a heap of thumbs up options come up. So that can be just be, I guess, an easy one of asking students or whether it's staff, say, all right, is everyone okay with that? You're all, you're all understanding that, we're good with that, we're ready to move on. Um, rather than awkwardly waiting for someone to go, yep, all good, turn their mic on, things like that, or slowly type into the chat, um, being able to get everyone to just give a quick thumbs up and sort of move on. Um, or you might get a sad face or a surprise face um, from someone then maybe then go back and go over something as well. Yeah, and I think it's a really nice way of getting feedback from students as well about whether, you know, if you've just taught something specifically on the screen using that, that in, in that meeting space, that you're kind of giving them that opportunity. From my knowledge of playing around with it, it's relatively anonymous. Yeah. Um, the emojis themselves, they seem to be the same emojis that are the ones in the post section in Teams, except they've removed the angry face. Oh, no angry face. So there's no angry face, so you can't get upset. Um, That's all right. It's probably a good thing. I know there's a few teachers at my school that do get quite triggered. Um, yeah. <laughs> when, when kids do angry faces on their posts, and they're yeah. constantly saying, how do I get rid of this? How do I get rid of this? Why are the kids being angry? I'm like, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. Um, but that's obviously something that's going to um, help those teachers out. 
Yeah, and some some of the work I do with teachers as well is I try to encourage them to place meaning behind those emojis so that when students are using them, they know that there's a shared language around it. Um, So that's totally up to the teacher of how they want to do that. But what I mean by that is, you know, if we keep it really simple, thumbs up means that, you know, I think it's okay. A love heart means I think, you know, this is amazing. You know, clapping might mean I'm going to use this idea or I understand this. Um, So you're kind of using those emojis and leveraging them to actually get some, you know, some, some basically success criteria out of, out of what you're, what yeah. you're delivering is kind yeah, of quite sure. a unique tip. Alright, and the last one we talk about is one of our upcoming features coming soon. Nathan, what have you got for us? Yeah, absolutely. So this is, again, staying inside that team space as well, but we're going to move away from teams, meetings, is that we've seen that it's just marked as coming soon, is that you're going to be able to view all upcoming assignments in a team's calendar. Now, both you and I noticed that there seems to be this calendar option that's appeared in teams i've no idea if they're related yeah that calendar option is really just for that team and it really just kind of seems to be there to as reminders or as to schedule a meeting yeah but i'm kind of wondering if that's got something to do with this up and coming feature so basically what that means is that when i post an assignment in the assignment section in teams we're going to be able to see that inside the student's calendar now the student's calendar is obviously like ours, it's linked through the Office 365 Outlook tenant. So we're gonna kind of hope that there's this ability that they're going to be able to possibly be a little bit more organized with their calendars and their assessments. So is that, I guess it's gonna pick up the due date um, if, if the assignment is scheduled for um, this Friday at three o'clock or something like that, that that's where yeah. that will pop up in the calendar. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it says like it, it says on the up and coming feature that the assignment that so visualizing um, their assignments within the team's calendar. Now, we're hoping that's the team's calendar on the app bar, not yep. this new team's calendar that's just popped up in yep. the um, in the team itself. Yep. The benefit for why we want that is really in the secondary space, because secondary teachers are obviously all students have multiple classes yeah so it's a nice way for them to see all those assignments on a calendar view yeah they can by all means click on the assignment tab and see things listed yeah but you know you know we we encourage the use of of calendars and being organized and staying organized and using reminders um so it'd be really i'm quite looking forward to seeing that come out um, which is it's just really at the moment it's a watch this space so you know hopefully we'll see it soon yeah and then hopefully maybe one day we can um, share it with parents as well parents can see the calendar wouldn't that be nice those unorganized kitties um, but yeah definitely look out for that one coming up soon all right so i think that's it for today andrew for this episode thank you for listening to our recent updates of what's new and changing with educational technology within Office 365 for schools. Don't forget, if you are users of OneNote or Minecraft, check out our YouTube channels, Everything OneNote and Everything Minecraft Education Edition, where you can access video tutorials and examples to assist you in your teaching practices. Until next time, guys. See ya. Bye.